So Robin, how's the book going? Pretty good, actually, Lucy. How's your book going? It's also going pretty good. There's been actual progress. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. So this is right for me, right for you, and we're definitely going to write a book this year. So as of recording this episode, I know we're a little behind in our release schedule, but we're going to get that back on track. Um, We're over halfway done with this year. Yeah, it's crazy. We're in late July now, I guess. Oh my god, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Um, I know that I am actually... I would say I'm in the late July part of my book. I mean, (laughs) literally, it's still June in my book, because the whole story takes place in like two or three weeks. Mm. But like... If you're, like, I'm over the halfway point in my book. I am in the late June of the book writing process. (laughs) If it's a year's worth of book writing process. And I mean, I I honestly, um, oh my goodness, I'm going to literally knock on wood. Maybe you can hear it. I think (laughs) I'm going to finish this book um, in September. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Like, I think it's actually going to get done pretty soon. Um, I'm just like, when I finished my graphic novel, I had nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it helps that much of the world that you would normally be engaging with is not currently happening. So. Yeah, not going to conventions gives me a lot of time to sit on my couch and write. Yeah. Um, definitely. And I, I say that I have nothing else to do, but I've actually been working on a bunch of other stuff. How about you? Um, yeah, I I feel that. I mean, I do also want to say, like, I've seen it going around Twitter, don't feel bad if you're not being productive during this time. Like, that is a very healthy and understandable reaction to the times in which we are living. So don't feel like you're a failure for not, you know, tackling all those projects you've been putting off. No, Um, no. It's also (laughs) like, how how do I put it? Like, the only reason the two of us are like, we're going to write a book in a year is that we both know we can, like, this This is a thing we know we can do. Like, mm-hmm. this is not our first time trying, and we're not at the lowest part of our lives, and we're like, for me, I know that being busy is my somewhat healthy, sometimes unhealthy coping mechanism. I think mm. it's the same for you, Lucy, right? Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And any spare moment is filled with a project, and so treating writing like a project, like, the whole point of the podcast for us is that if we treat writing and this podcast like a project then we schedule time for it and we believe that we need to do it (laughs) we leave time to do it in a day and if we weren't doing that like it would be so easy to just never prioritize it yeah there's also the sense that like this is not this the world is not going to go back to normal soon or quickly or completely how it was so we need to at some point figure out how to like live our lives in this kind of new normal so for me part of that is juggling projects and (laughs) writing is kind of the one of my favorite ones i guess um to answer your actual question so just rambling and taking you off in another direction um my project's going good i actually i i had about a solid week in which i was writing about 500 words a day um and that was really nice and kind of was helping getting excellent story yeah and then i kind of took a break from it just because 
Well, because we were trying to get ahead in a lot of our, our podcasting because I am going on vacation in, um, God, in like three days. So <laughs> I kind of like was focusing more on that. And um, you can only do, there are only so many hours in the day and only so many, like so much creative energy in your brain. Um, but yeah, so my, my like 2020 novel is actually going pretty good. I think I'm like into chapter two by now. Yay. Um, it's, it's like 17 pages of a Google doc. It makes me feel very accomplished. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah, I like it. It's a mess. Um, there's a lot of stuff I already know is going to change. Like, I've already, like, in my mind, decided things are not the way I described them in the first three chapters. Like, there are a few things I already am like, nope, this isn't true. I'm going to move <laughs> forward as if that wasn't there. <laughs> You're so good about doing that. Like, if I know I've changed a detail, I have to go back and change it even if it like wastes my entire writing time for that day Mm, like i definitely just like can't keep going unless i go back and change a thing it just it it drives me nuts and it definitely holds me back so i I love that you're really good about just like you really exemplify the idea that the first draft is a first draft and you are allowed to just get your ideas on the page and that the (laughs) point is momentum like it's awesome yeah it's years of nanowrimo really like and I guess probably my college writing classes, but pretty much just years of NaNoWriMo oh, yeah. where like I very much stand to the word count that I have already put in and any editing could potentially decrease that. So I really don't want to do that. So I just keep moving forward. And yeah, so that project's going good. Um, I am kind of like, I have two projects happening, right? So there's like 2020 novel. And then there's like this thing that I've been working on for like three years that I just <laughs> want to freaking finish. So, and I'm still working on it. It's not, it's not done. So that has also been happening. And I've been kind of trying to like schedule it so that I'm working on my normal novel. Um, I mean, like the 2020 novel, uh, like every day, like just picking away at that. And then when we have our writing nights on Wednesday, I have been working on the old work in progress to try and just like get you know, two hours of a jump through it every week. And that seems to be a good way of kind of like, I don't know, sectioning off my brain. (laughs) Yeah, we were going to talk about that for this episode, as we we keep discussing juggling projects. And I think that that, I don't know, it's a really interesting topic for a lot of people, especially people making writing, or any creative project their career, but even people who aren't, you know, I think that that's like, it's a whole way of viewing your writing, not just as one project to live in, but as something you have to like schedule and find time for and brain space for. Um, And I like that you've mentioned that, you know, there's this project you just want to have finished, like you want it done. And so you're giving it a specific time once a week. It's like you've already explained like some of your tactics for everything we're about to talk about. (laughs) But I like that I like that we're starting with that. Because I am... I have problems with doing some of those things. Oh, yeah, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I know you yeah. always, I mean, by nature of your business, you always have like multiple. So, Robin, how many projects are you currently working on? I have a picture book out on submission right now. I mean, cross your fingers for me. Knock on wood. Maybe maybe it's not just out on submission anymore by the time this episode goes yeah, up. I have a picture book that is in, still like going through edits before we've decided whether it's going to, like, who to send it to. I have a, I have like three different 
picture book manuscripts that I need to draw. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to just, like, make a picture book dummy happen. I need to fig- figure out the visuals for one of which doesn't even have an art style yet. I don't even know what it looks like. I just have, like, a vision for this book. That's that's a place that just takes infinite time. Like, the most time ever is that space for me. And then I have this novel that I'm working on, and I have, like, so many graphic novel propositions I want to do. And I don't know, maybe I want to kickstart a plush this year. And I have, like t-shirts to design yeah i do a lot of stuff at once <laughs> i believe like, you have a lot a of stuff comic? at once i do have a web comic which has been on hiatus for like june and july and oh. is coming back for august which is great oh yeah goodness like forgetting the thing that i spend hours of every week on <laughs> yeah no like that's where we're at like that is literally where we're at right now so is I that i have that so like many things <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about it but they're all really different and so like you might ask me, Robin, why do you do this? It sounds like you're scattered and never finish anything. I actually finish a lot of things. I am scattered. Like, let's not even pretend that I'm not. <laughs> but I have focus and I have, I'm pretty good at scheduling. Like, I'm pretty, I, I meet deadlines very well. Like, if you give me a deadline, I treat it really seriously. But I have to have other projects kind of in the background, even when I have a deadline, because my brain wants to work on things that it finds exciting at the moment. And if I don't let it ever do that, like if I shut myself off from the possibility of exploring other ideas, I shut off all my creativity at once. Like if I'm telling myself, no, you can only think about sci-fi because that's what you're doing right now. And I stop thinking about like, contemporary social realism. I can't write sci-fi anymore because those things are not totally unrelated. But also by giving myself that boundary and saying, no, you can't do it. It's like, I'm just, it's over. Like, I just can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so that's one of the reasons I think to juggle multiple projects is that sometimes you do have, you're filled with passions that are like, irreconcilable with each other. You can't just put everything you care about into one project sometimes. Um, Sometimes you can, but sometimes you just can't. It would not make the project better. It would make it more convoluted and impossible to finish if you put every passion, every, every rabbit, you know, that you're chasing, like they can't all go into the same hole. It's too crowded in there. Um, Sometimes they need to go into different places. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, different i suppose which is sort of our like theme i think it is our general theme (laughs) where i'm like i'm not good at multitasking um i'm actually having trouble multitasking reading our our outline and talking (laughs) because i like i kind of just need to do one thing and maybe it's one thing full force and then like i can kind of like switch between them obviously but like i feel like it's hard for me to do like two different creative projects in one day, unless they're like wildly different. Like I can write in the morning and then sew in the evening. Like that, that's fine. Um, but I maybe can't write in the morning and then like plan a pattern in the evening. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I would say that that I, I actually kind of understand that very well too. Uh, there are days where I can literally work on a picture book manuscript and then work on a novel like that happens. It's not all the time. Mm. Usually what I can do is have a project where I already have, like I'm in the midst of it. It is rolling. It it has a, you know, like has deadlines. If I'm working on, like when I was working on my graphic novel, I might not have the hours in the day to spend a lot of time writing a novel or working on a picture book manuscript, but I can spend time in the afternoon, like when I'm done 
with like my page count for the day, I can sit around and like draw a bunch of cute mushrooms mm-hmm. or plan out a really beautiful lady character for some other project that wouldn't fit with that style. And I feel like I need to do that or I get so stuck on one track. Like it actually helps me clear my brain a little bit. I get to work on something else that looks mm-hmm. different. Um, but I, but it is, it is often very difficult for me to switch between two different writing projects in the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I can do it, but I certainly would feel weird starting a novel and starting a picture book in the same day. Like that, I don't know how I would keep the, the voices totally distinct from each other. Yeah. Unless one of them was just like, has been in my head, like fully formed for a while, which sometimes happens. Like sometimes you just like, your your brain is so ready for something. Like you've been sort of telling yourself a story or envisioning these characters or this world or this conceit, or you've been, you know, playing around with words in your head and it's like ready to go. But that time where it's in your head is so much of what writing in any creative project is. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't necessarily have multiple thoughts at once. It's more that I know that my brain can switch between and and not even can switch between those thoughts. It has to. Mm. I literally can't stay in the same track from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. And when I try to force that, it can make me feel despair. Where like, I'm actually uncomfortable with how I can't just focus on one thing. I have to move on to something else. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I definitely like, I think I couldn't be juggling the two two main writing projects I have. If I, like you said, if I was starting both at the same time, I think I would get really muddled between them. But because one is, you know, three years in the making, so I'm I'm solidly in it. I like I can yes. <laughs> I have to do a little like rereading to kinda of jump into it, but I, I, I don't it doesn't take much. I know the characters, I know the direction it's going, more or less. I know like the voices. That's all pretty solid. So, you know, a lot of my like new figuring out stuff is happening in the the twenty twenty novel. And so it's a little easier because my brain is literally like in a different well, not literally, I suppose, figuratively in a different headspace <laughs> when I jump between the two. So, like, it is, I did one night where I did, of our writing night, where I did the first hour in one and the second hour in another, and it it did work, but it definitely felt a little unfulfilling, because, like, I, I wanted more time with either. And so I, yeah. I kind of, like, yeah, I kind of have, have shifted that technique, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I think that one of the reasons why I've developed whatever, I mean, I wouldn't say that I have like a very distinct habit for how I handle this. But one of the reasons why I allow myself to have multiple things going on and working at the same time is very practical. Um, When you were saying that, like, it felt unfulfilling to not be able to work, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, ooh, two hours on one project would have been better on one or the other. I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling. But I also have had too many times in my life where my job, like, required eight hours of working on a project in a day. And if I wanted to ever do any other project that year, I would have to find time to schedule it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I obviously have no work life balance. (laughs) Um, It is not healthy, but it it is all but it's it's where I'm at right now. Mm. I'm definitely more chill right now. I have much less to do. And so there's a lot more playing Animal Crossing and like cooking things that might have multiple dishes instead of everything being in one pot. Like, I'm definitely taking a little more time for myself now than I would be if I were trying to juggle conventions and a book at the same time, which is usually what I'm doing. Um, but it's just that, like, I've eventually had this this realization that if I wanted to do multiple projects, and I did because I couldn't devote myself to only one, because no one thing 
real talk, everybody, no one thing I've ever done has paid the bills for me. Mm. And because I always had to be doing three or four things, like my webcomic doesn't pay the bills. It's really important to me. And I really like making it. And I love seeing that story unfold. I love making that story unfold, but it doesn't pay my rent. Um, even my professional comics work, it, it sort of pays half my rent and conventions pay the other half. And like, that means that I have to make time for both of those things. There literally has to be time to make progress on an ongoing project and create new art and, and do all the admin stuff that has for conventions. Like I had to like completely practically, I had to either not pay rent or not do things I wanted to do. And I was like, well, I really want to do both. So I also, uh, I do sleep. <laughs> Sleep's I do. important. I do actually sleep. That is, that's the, that's the thing I do. I work and I sleep. But my work is really cool. Mm-hmm. And you, it you is often, <laughs> it is often fun. It is not always fun. And that was something else I think for me is realizing that I could do creative work even when it wasn't fun. Mm, yeah, but that's like, a big Not one. having fun. Yeah, not having fun doesn't stop me from writing. And that was important, I think. I think that that's part of how I can handle this. Sometimes you need to juggle projects. And I, I think Lucy can speak to the other reason you might have to do this, which is that in publishing, you never know what's going to sell. So yeah. having multiple projects in your heart can keep you nimble and able to adapt. Plus, it can keep you from dying of disappointment if something doesn't work immediately. Yeah, uh, like it's, I don't know how, I don't know, fairly common, but pretty common where if you do like find an agent or a even a publisher they might not immediately want to work on the project that you have presented them but they might ask you well what else do you have and you know then you might be dusting off that you know two-year-old manuscript or pitching the you know picture book dummy that you had given up on or something like you might end up finding a, a home for an old project when you're actually querying a new project and that might just be because like Maybe they really like your voice and they really like the sample, but they have something else coming out that's too similar that they couldn't, like, it wouldn't make sense. Uh, certainly not at the time to, for them to be pushing it along yeah, with the You other don't one. want your books to be competing with each other. Yeah, so it's really helpful, I think, to have multiple projects in various, like, stages of done or not done um, that you can kind of jump back and forth to. Like, you were talking about having, like, you know, some things on submission, you're waiting to, you know, be done with your graphic novel, basically. And um, then also having like, you know, the webcomic you're jumping over to, like, you've got things to play with while you're waiting to hear back about like, the one that's on submission, like you're working on the next couple picture books. So if that one doesn't go through or doesn't go through immediately, you have these other ones already in the... um you know, on the like in the queue. Yeah, in the queue. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's a good yeah. analogy. <laughs> well, it's my experience had been that like when <sighs> waiting is so painful, mm, it's yeah. so scary. You have no control. What I can control is what I'm doing. I can't control what's happening in New York at the publishing houses where my book is sitting, probably sitting in an inbox, actually, <laughs> unlooked at. But like, you you can't control that. You really can't. And instead of resenting that, because like, it's so easy for everything to turn into this like, to, to feel like everything's like really pushed against you, when really it's just that like, yeah, everyone wants their book published and everyone wants to publish your book and they just can't. They can't publish every book, even if they like them. 
it's a business and that sucks because we're trying to make art. <laughs> and boy, is that like a painful, contradictory little pile of facts to try to keep in your head at the same time. So if instead of thinking about it, you're just doing things you care about, I think it really helps remove some of the strain and like some of just the emotional strain of, of, fearing rejection. Because I've had a lot of rejections in the last couple of years. I've sold books. I've also had books get rejected that will probably never see the light of day. And that's hard. It doesn't get easy. It hasn't gotten easier for me at all. Like, I literally am always worried about this and really sad about it because it is such a terrible feeling. But if I stopped writing, if I stopped trying to make picture books because the first one I sent out didn't sell immediately, well, then I'm never going to get a book published, mm. like, ever. Like, I just won't, because I stopped. And if I keep submitting, well, one of them will sell, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, and it also, I think, makes it a little easier, like, if you have multiple projects that are kind of ongoing, you finish up one, get it ready, send it around. In Instead of trying to start a brand new project, if you can just kind of, like, go back to the ones you were already working on. I think that's a little yes. easier because you already have that, like like we were talking, you've already got that set voice and everything in your head. It's not quite coming up with the new one because um, I'll hear people like advise, especially like first time novelists who are like not necessarily the first novel they've written, but like the first thing that they're trying to get published, like start a new project as soon as you start querying so that like you have something to distract yourself with because it might be months before you hear anything. Um, but I think it actually can be easier to not start a new project, but go back to an old project. Because then it's kind of like a reward. Like, you finished up one, yeah. now you get to work on this one that has maybe been sidelined while you were, you know, getting this other one ready to send out querying. So I feel like that's a little easier to get back into than, like, time for a completely new project while you're full of stress and feeling lots of doubt about your future as an author. <laughs> that is Exactly. It is like the best advice I've ever heard. And, <laughs> and I think it's definitely how I work, right? Sometimes I literally have deadlines where it's like, okay, in two weeks, you're going to finish this picture book manuscript and send it to your agent. Also in two weeks, you're going to have 20 pages done, right? Like sometimes that's what my life is. And, and that's just what my life is. Sometimes it's there. But like, the idea that sometimes something is pushed to the back burner because they're like, okay, well, your webcomic is going to go on a hiatus for two months because you're doing too many other things. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes I just have too many conventions. I can't be home to work on it. There just isn't time. Mm -hmm. And, like, there wasn't time to work ahead because that time got put towards some other project that came out of nowhere. Sometimes those things happen. And those projects that got pushed to the back burner, instead of treating them like they're failed or they're forgotten or they're like just off the queue now, I'm like, no, they're just waiting for me to have time to work on them. And sometimes I, I'm champing at the bit to work on them. And that does help when something ends to have something else you're passionate about that is ready for you. And like now you're ready for it. It doesn't always work perfectly. Sometimes you still have to like suffer a little bit when you're getting <laughs> when you're getting ready to work on it again. Um, but usually, I don't know, I always find that like rereading or revisiting the things that inspired it, that usually helps me even if it's not immediate, it usually helps me get back into the headspace for those projects. Because I think I think we talked a little bit about like the challenges, like, yeah, it's hard to find time to work on multiple things. But it's also hard to find time to work on anything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, as you were saying, 
your solution was, well, I'm not going to work on both projects in the same day. I am going to schedule time to work on one of them once a week. And then you know you get time for that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, right? Staying in voice is really hard, but I think rereading a little bit usually helps because you can get right right back into that world and into that mode of writing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think also like worrying less about voice on your rough draft and knowing that you can adjust that when you go back through um and and so like you know read a little try and be in the voice but like just the act of putting things down on the page i think is more important than being in the correct voice because you can fix that later yeah i mean the rough draft may be where you're discovering that voice in the first place and that's okay the idea that if you're working on multiple projects some of them might be in the discovery phase some of them are in the execution phase some of them are meandering around and will never go anywhere but while you're writing it you're discovering new ways of writing and new kind new ways to play with language and new like new things you need to go research and all of those end up being what makes your next project great like it's never a waste of time it's i think that like it's always okay to allow yourself to focus on these other things if you find that you are worried about losing interest in a project um if you find that you are having a hard time meeting deadlines then you have to adjust some things but sometimes what you're adjusting might just be your own expectations for how quickly something gets done. Mm. Sometimes what you might be adjusting is the project that you're working on. If you find that you can't maintain interest for the time it takes to finish a project, you need to be making shorter projects. Yeah. And that's okay. Some of that is just learning how you, how your process works. Like how long can you actually, you know, spend on a thing and how long will the project actually take to get done? Yeah. I think that, I mean, Your two options are either narrow the scope of your project so that it is something that can be finished in the six months that you know you can maintain interest. Mm -hmm. One of the things is uh, push past the lack of interest because you did enough planning in the beginning that you can push past it, which, I mean, sometimes you do that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you've lost interest forever. Sometimes you can get it back. You just have to keep going even when it's not your favorite thing in the world. And for me, that is where having the other passion projects um, comes into play. Mm -hmm. Because there's somewhere else that I can get inspired and excited and then take all of those positive feelings and fuel my way through something that is like difficult, that I have some sort of block on or that was not isn't my baby and is somebody else's baby and I need to make it beautiful for them but it will never be taking over my brain the way my own projects do things like that um yeah I think sometimes the contrast too can help you like say you're writing like a big fantasy adventure and you're just not feeling it right now so you work on like a contemporary romance and then by like getting that not quite out of your system but by like using up some of that energy for that that you were feeling inspired it kind of makes you miss the other project and then you do want to go back. And and I think that that it can be important to like, listen to yourself when you feel more interested or more drawn towards one thing or another, but try not to like completely abandon the other thing. Absolutely. I mean, every once in a while, the answer really is consolidate your projects. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is, but usually not. <laughs> <laughs> like consolidating your projects is a really good answer to something where you're like, wow, this feels like it's missing something. Like, oh, maybe all the time I'm spending writing this other romance, maybe that character dynamic that makes me love this romance story I'm writing belongs in my big fantasy novel, because that will help give the characters extra motivation and give you something to really like make the story really stand out and be unique. Sometimes that is the answer. Um, sometimes, I mean, like the, the scariest thing ever, I think, is when you're in a place where you're like, wow, I lose interest really quickly. Does that mean I have to get faster? 
And I mean, for some people, that's an option, right? It's like, oh, I need to find a style that lets me finish this. I, I'm, I think I'm talking about like artwork mm-hmm, here, sure. but honestly, with writing too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can, some people might find that they can write a script faster than they can write a, um, a, a prose novel. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a good way to get that out. Um, if you feel like if, if that is the problem, if it's like, wow, I lose interest quickly. So I need to have a million projects. But then I never finish any of them. Again, there's a lot of ways to address that. This was like, that's all I'm talking about here is the weirdness of when you're like, oh, no, I, I feel like the thing holding me back is that I keep making new projects because I lose interest. Mm. Like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, what, the, what my last couple seconds of prattling has been about, like, addressing that really weird situation. Um, but yeah, like, I think, I think that most of the ways that we have learned to juggle them effectively – I don't know, like, they seem, it's weird, because, like, there's some contrast between how Lucy and I work, but there's also some things in common there. And it has to do with, like, you know, if you're a person who can handle organization at all, (laughs) it's, like, great to schedule time for them, treat them like they're a real project, um, give yourself some deadlines, and give yourself some options where you're like, okay, this is the one that I think is, this is the one that I think needs to be seen the soonest. Mm. It's, like, the most contemporary or whatever, you know, like, whatever your reasoning is. Sometimes you're like, this is the one I want to get done first, or you literally have to because it's your job. You schedule that one more time. But if you know you're allowing yourself 20 minutes to write your indulgent fan fiction every day, then that might help you get to that point more quickly. Mm, Yeah, I think it also can, um, if you don't have like an external deadline, sometimes it can be hard to keep yourself to that. So sometimes you can, for instance, decide to make a podcast with your friend to hold yourself to a specific deadline. (laughs) (laughs) Or I mean, it doesn't have to be a podcast. Sometimes just like having a a team member or whatever, where you're both aiming for like a same deadline can kind of like help you be motivated to you know, keep coming back to that project, even if you're juggling multiples, like, so that you know, you, you've got your eyes on on the end line. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, as I was saying, sometimes it's okay to let things go to the back burner. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean it's a failure. And it doesn't mean that it's being put off forever. But the practicalities of your life may mean that you have to focus on finishing something sometimes. And that means something else is left off in the middle for three months. Oh, no. Three months later, it's still just as good. And you can go back and and fall in love with that world again. Just do a little rereading or or listen to that music that really inspired you or take a walk in the woods and do the things you need to do to get yourself back in that place. But it's still there waiting for you. It, it It's not gone forever just because I had to go to the back burner. Like, that can be okay, too. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's not so much juggling as you're letting setting one of the balls down so you can focus on the one. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, sometimes it just is not the right time for a specific project, and that's okay. But you know, it's funny, um, because sometimes that's the answer, too, mm. is that you need to find the times during the day, like the literal times on the clock or in your body's clock, where you can do different kinds of creative work mm. and just play to that strength. Sometimes you write really well in the morning and you can't draw until 10 p.m. because you just can't, (laughs) because you don't loosen up until you feel like everything is chill. You know, like that happens. That's a thing. So just make those the times that you work and spend the rest of the day on the other things you need to do. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about kind of our different processes for this, but I really want to know, listeners, what do you do to kind of like juggle projects or do you do you have like a really solid single project you work on until you're done and then you jump to the next like what how does this work for you oh yeah i would love to know how everybody's handling this all right lucy i'll make you a deal if you write for me 
I'll write for you. Deal. Happy writing. 